Welcome to the Ultimate Bowls Podcast, brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. Now here's your host, CEO of the UBC, Mark Casey. Welcome to episode eight of the Ultimate Bowls podcast. My name is Mark Casey and I'm the CEO of the Ultimate Bowls Championship. Last week we heard from New Zealand's Gary Lawson in what was a very intriguing interview. He gave us an insight as to why he went off the bowl scene at international level for a long period of time. But the important thing now is Gary Lawson is back and he's likely to play a big role for the New Zealand team in the upcoming World Championships in 2021. I mentioned in the podcast last week that Lawson brings so much to the table. Of course, he's a fantastic player and someone that could add to any team. But importantly, he brings a real toughness to the New Zealand team. And that's something that I felt, oh, I think they, they really do need that. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how they go in 2021. G'day boys, thanks for coming on the show. It's going to be great to have a chat to you both. I'll start with Ryan. How you been going during these difficult times? Hi Mark, yeah, um, first of all, thank you for having us both on the show. It's an absolute privilege and I look forward to sharing my um, thoughts on the questions. Um, yeah, going all right, considering obviously it's tough times, things are starting to relax a bit more, so getting back to normal. But yeah, everything's good with myself and family and hopefully everything's good with yours and your family as well. And how's Big Kev? Hi Mark, how you going mate? Thanks for having us on. Um, yeah, it's been good. A few weeks lockdown, it's been tough. I was supposed to go home a couple of times, miss my best mate's wedding, which is now cancelled to next year. But it uh, looks as if things are getting back to normal now, mate, and it uh, shouldn't be too long till we're back on the greens, hopefully. Boys, you've had the last few months away from the game. Are you itching to get back out there? Not really, actually, Mark. I'm actually enjoying the break. Um, I've not missed it at all. Um, perhaps when we get closer to tournaments or events starting again, I might start to get the others to play. But right now, I'm enjoying the, the break away from balls, doing other things. I've played a bit of golf and stuff like that. So, no, I'm not missing it at the moment, but I'm sure um, as things get closer, whether pennants run and other tournaments, I'm sure I'll start to get in the rest of the game. Yeah, I'm sort of the same, mate, to be honest. It's uh, quite enjoying the break few months off doesn't hurt I can definitely understand that bowls on the Gold Coast is insane it's seven days a week 52 weeks a year so a break will probably do both the world a good how's Broadbeach going hopefully things haven't been impacted too much so obviously we were shut like most other places for um, I think six or seven weeks right at the very start but when we were allowed to have 10 people in at the start and then 20 we opened up um, we've kind of basically roughly back to normal now obviously still no gambling with the, the poking machines but we're roughly around, allowed about 90 in the club so this weekend was the first weekend that it was fully open and it was um, it was quite busy so yeah it's kind of just getting back to normal which is good gets you out of the house doing shifts and stuff like that um, obviously the club would have taken a hit by uh, losing world balls and the Australian Open and stuff like that but um, that's going to run next year so I'm sure they'll, they'll get the money back then Kev I must ask you about your fitness program during the break I've heard lots of amazing things about your program Mate. So please share. Yeah, well, I've actually I seen a picture of me at the Everest last year, and I'd, I think it was on Facebook, and I had like a green, it was dem, big demos green uniform, and I looked a bit like Shrek. So I thought, right, I'm going to start losing a bit of timber here and see how it goes. So I'm not going to get a better time to do it. So I've just been doing a, a heap of walking, set myself a wee target. I'm about halfway there just now. So yeah, it's pretty good, feeling better, 
lost a wee bit of timber and um, yeah, it's been it's been good so far. And I've got to ask Ryan, can you please confirm this is all true, mate? <laughs> yep, I can confirm that, Mark. You know, Kevin's done really well. Um, obviously, when it's in lockdown, it'd be easy to just uh, get on the piss twenty four seven and do stuff like that. But no, Kevin's been doing really well with fitness regime and it's, he's trimmed up a lot, which is is good to see. Um, I've actually been doing some walks in that as well, but it looks like the third person on our team hasn't been doing much fitness stuff, but we'll hopefully we'll, we'll kick him into touch and get him there in the end. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, Kev. Boys, you're both outstanding players from Scotland. Please give our listeners an insight of how your careers started out and what were some of your major achievements before coming out to Australia? Oh, mine's actually started out quite weird. I went to watch Arbor Football Club play and... Um, I actually went up to the bowling club after the the men's team were playing a, a game and it finished at six o'clock and then the junior section starts and somebody didn't turn up for the junior section and they asked me to step in and play and I ended up playing and after that they just kept me in the team and then that's that's how I started. Um, yeah, and to be honest, probably a couple of things back home but the main one was probably winning the Scottish Pairs twice with Darren and then going on to win the British as well, which uh, that's probably my top three things in, across here in Scotland, yeah. And Kev, what about yourself, mate? I'll call you being an outstanding junior at under-25 level for Scotland. Uh, what's some of your major achievements um, before moving out? Uh, yeah, it was a bit different. We, my family played as well, obviously, and we live really close to the club. So I uh, probably started when I was about 9 or 10, then just going to having to wait outside the club because I couldn't go into the pub. My dad was in the bar area. Uh, I would just go and grab some balls, jump outside, and then it really went for there. Uh, yeah, won a, won a few things back home and the, I think I won this, I think the first major achievement was the indoor Richard Cossey it's called it's Scottish under 16s and I managed to win that when I was a wee a wee guy then as I moved through the ranks I won the Scottish under 25s and eventually the Scottish singles as well so yeah, it wasn't too bad before we come out here five years ago now which is it's pretty good As we all know Alex Marshall is regarded as one of the greatest players of all time if, if not the best um, can you name some other players in the UK that are right up there with him? Uh, Ryan, I'm sure your brother Darren deserves to be high on that list, mate. Oh, yeah, Darren probably deserves to be up there as well. You know, he's um, got a fantastic record, not just in the UK, but across the world as well. Um, obviously, we've touched on Alex. Everybody knows Alex. He's a fantastic player. Um, and obviously, Paul Foster's the other one as well at the moment who's achieved so much along with Alex, but not just that on himself as well. He's won so many so many titles. Um, other fantastic UK players. So you look at the indoor circuit, people like Nicky Brett, um, and Greg Harlow they're uh, fantastic players and so hard to be on that circuit I think Australians will be treated to watch Nicky Brett next year at the World Bowls he's um, been picked for England so he's obviously coming out to play in Australia and I think people realise just how good he is he's not just an indoor player he can play on grass as well so uh, there's so many good players in the UK you know he can go on for, for ages but obviously I think Alex deserves to be at the top um, obviously with his achievements but his driving determination to still be doing it you know 30 years after he started at the top levels remarkable so yeah, Alex definitely deserves to be the top of that list. Yeah, spot on about Nicky Brett. He seems to be the player most in form on the indoor circuit, so it's going to be great having him out here in Australia next year. Now, I know you guys are the best of mates, but I'm also aware that there's a huge rivalry between you both. Uh, who's in front of the bowls ledger at the moment? I'm sure you're both keeping a tally. Oh, I don't um, I don't keep a tally on that. Um, I'm sure Ryan Best has got a tally, so I should have asked him on the podcast, Mark, he would know everything about bowls stats. Um, I'll give that to Kevin. You know, Kevin won the state singles last year, um, so I'll put Kevin in front of my ledger anyway. I, I would say the same, mate, to be honest. Remember I smacked you that time in the Blue Opal as well? Yeah. That's right. Nah, but the, the club, nah, pairs, club pairs, Ryan's got it. I think Ryan's ever lost a game in the club pairs here. I was lucky enough to play with him the first time, but him and Chris Lanham have struck up a magnificent partnership in the last two or three years, and they've 
there's no being nobody's touched them really. Um, yeah, so yeah, Ryan's got me covering the pairs. I've I've got him covering the singles. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, very modest of you, Kevin. Love it, mate. Okay, tell us when you both made the move to the Gold Coast, and and how's it been for you both? We were um, we obviously both moved the same time. We actually arrived in Australia the sixteenth of July, um, two thousand and fifteen, which was Kevin's birthday. Um, so obviously we played the World Championship. Colleen and Barry offered us uh, a chance to move out to Australia, which seemed like too good of an opportunity to to turn down. So we both moved out, and yeah, obviously originally we came out to see how we were going to go if we enjoyed it um, there was no ties to how long we were at the club um, but obviously five years later we've both really enjoyed it and yeah it's a fantastic club fantastic club people members as well so yeah um, I'm loving my time in Australia and hopefully it can continue and Kev you also seem to be loving the Gold Coast lifestyle um, particularly at Broadbeach uh, obviously a good move for yourself as well yeah, it's been good, good move for us both. Obviously, sometimes it gets a wee bit tough when you're away and can't get home to your family and stuff like that and miss events. But you get used to it over time, and uh, yeah, I think we've both settled in pretty well. We're still at Broadbeach. I think we've got the record for the longest seven staff member at Broadbeach, yeah, maybe. Definitely. I think so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been good. Thoroughly enjoying it. So wouldn't change a thing, mate. To be honest, you're both very popular players on the Gold Coast. And I must say, I do miss catching up with you both. You, you, you're two good friends of mine. Uh, I might need to organise a tournament in Canberra for us to play in. What do you think? Well, definitely, Case. You know, that's my favourite type of tournament. So obviously, you um, took part in the Mad Dog singles as well the last couple of years. That's also one of my favourites. You know, when you can go with, away with a group of friends, you know, you, obviously, Bowles is actually second. You know, you have a good social side, have a few drinks, and obviously, the, whatever happens in the Bowls takes care of itself. But yeah, no, that's definitely something I'd be interested in, Case. I love going away playing, whether it's pairs or fours. With the boys and yeah, have a few drinks and just unfortunately balls gets in the way, but I'm sure we can get past that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm I'm in for that case. I'm in. Okay, done. That's something I'll I'll definitely lock that in, boys. Kev, uh, I know you've been dying to share your soccer story. You know, I've obviously heard it about a hundred times, but tell us again. And I've got to say, it's a beauty. Well, this is actually my it's my greatest achievement in life, mate. So basically, when I was a wee guy, I was I was I've always been the same bigger set but I was really good at football not really good but I was good at football and uh, we were playing with the primary school team so we'd have been about 11 11 uh, yeah 11 11 years old and uh, we got the Scottish Cup final and uh, yeah basically we get pumped in every game but I scored we scored one goal in three games and I scored the goal in the Scottish Cup final so that's my claim to fame mate it's probably my greatest achievement in history and uh, I'm delighted to tell everyone about it and Ryan do you have any stories like this you can share? Uh, I played for a local team uh, called St Murdoch's under Artie and Eddie Gray who were by far the best two coaches I've had the privilege of playing under um, and they went on to take over Arbroath where I moved to play senior for Arbroath from under 13s I think it was all the way to under 19s um, and I left Arbroath to sign for local rivals Brecon and I played a season and a half at Brecon and I left and I've never kicked a ball since so I kind of wasted a wee bit of talent that I had there I probably should have went back to juniors after that but no, I played a lot of soccer I loved it um, stages I do miss it but I'm far too fat to go back and play football now so <laughs> that's my story and on the soccer front still boys how's the mighty Celtic going these days? yeah they're going pretty good mate we've just secured nine in a row tainted. which is not tainted at all Celtic Celtic won the league quite convincingly and unfortunately the virus I think we're only 13 points ahead when the virus stopped so probably probably a good thing for Rangers' sake or it could have finished probably 20-25 points the way they were going mate so 
Yep, nine in a row had the treble treble last year. And again, the virus has stopped the Scottish Cup for four trebles in a row. So, yeah, we're flying, mate. Absolutely flying, crushing Rangers into a pulp as we have been doing for the last ten years, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> uh, it's good to hear the tension still there between you both when uh, Celtic and Rangers get brought up. Moving on to the UBC, uh, you, you're both playing for a new team in 2020. Ryan, you were with the Bulls last year, and Kev. You're with the Albert Park Ultra Orbs, now representing a China-owned team in the Broadbeach Lions. This must be exciting for you both. Yeah, first of all, I'm sure to speak on behalf of Kevin and Ryan here. I'd like to thank Mr. Yi um, for putting in the Broadbeach Lions this year. Um, Mr. Yi's a fantastic man and we really appreciate the opportunity he's given to us. Um, obviously myself, Sean Ingham and uh, Ryan Best have played for the Bulls last year. We probably didn't perform to what we expect in the first two events and in the last one we managed to get to the semi-final just narrowly going down so um, obviously we've got Kevin in this year we've played a lot of balls together the three of us so I'm looking forward to it um, hopefully we can put in a, a consistent solid performance throughout the week and perhaps we can lift an event this um, this time that's our goal is to win one event so fingers crossed we can do it and I, I'm delighted to be part of a team with Kevin and Ryan two good mates and Kev, you were part of the Ultra Orbs team last year. Uh, you must be pumped uh, to go into battle with two good mates in, in Ryan Bester and Ryan Burnett uh, for the Broadbeach Lions. Yeah, last year, yeah, last year was good for me. I was I was lucky enough to be given the opportunity to play for the Ultra Orbs through Jace after being royally shafted by the Bulls. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I'd like to thank Jace for giving me the opportunity last year. He's he's got a good setup going. Thankfully, he won one last year with the Borough Boys. They, done, they were outstanding, so he's got a good crew there. So cheers to Jace for that. Yeah, this year, looking forward to playing with the, the two boys. Um, Mr. E, obviously, like to thank him very much for giving us the chance. Uh, it should be good. The Lions, yeah, it should be. I don't, don't know if red's my colour, but I may be able to pull it off. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we're definitely excited for it, buzzing for the week. You mentioned Mr. Yee, a man who is doing everything he can to promote the sport through Asia. How does it feel to play in one of his teams? Yeah, obviously it's fantastic to play for um, Mr. E's teams. Obviously it was good to play for the Broadbeach Club last year. Um, but when we found out Mr. E was taking over and they given us the opportunity, it's fantastic. You know, Mr. E, um, what he does for bowls is absolutely fantastic. Not just in Asia, he's um, well known around the world now for the contribution he does. And I don't think um, words can say thanks enough just for what the man has done for the game of bowls. And he, he still continues to be doing it. I know he's got plans to expand all over so yeah thank you Mr Yee for your service and um, yeah like I said words can't do any justice for what you do yeah we were lucky we met Mr Yee 2016 yeah we were over at Hong Kong we, yeah. me and Ryan played the pairs over there and uh, yeah we met Mr Yee then he was doing good things then and now obviously he's he's well invested heavily in the UBC and stuff like that so he's he's doing a great job for the sport in Asia and it's a uh, long may it continue and the third player in your team Ryan Bester he, he goes alright we all know Ryan Bester's bowling's ability but I'm sure you boys have a few stories on the great man it's good to see he's actually shaved off his beard you know you've probably seen on social media that <clears> Kevin's <throat> been calling him Otto the caddy from Happy Gilmore um, he looked more and more like a homeless person every single week you know <laughs> lockdown hasn't done him any favours um, but he's he's got rid of the beard now he's starting to look like a human being again which is good um, he's talking about the fact that he's not really missing balls and all that sort of stuff but I'm sure he is so yeah Ryan's obviously fantastic player. he's one of the best players <coughs> in the world um, his record is, is absolutely fantastic and rivals only the best in the game so I'm actually delighted to have the privilege to play with Kevin and Ryan um, and you know he loves the big stages so I'm sure when it comes to the UBC week he will uh, 
he will be fired up. He will be playing fantastic ball. So just hopefully his fitness levels of. Have- and Kev, I'm sure you've got a story or two about the great man. Uh, no, I'm not really wanting to dish that on any of my teammates, but since it's best, I'll, I'll tell you one. Of the, I could probably write a book to be fair, but I think the best one I've seen was um, Tweed Heads. It was after the Nugget Sheriff. I think Sheriff smacked him in the final, and uh, Ryan had a few scotches in the boardroom after it, and. So I was I was driving, being the respectable human being that I am, drove the boys home. So it, it just <laughs> I don't know if you you know the front door at Tweed Heads, but it's got the two sort of fish ponds in the stairs. So Ryan's got out, he's bounced off the walls all the way out. I don't know how he never got cut off, but anyway, <laughs> bounced off the walls all the way out. Then he's he's walked out, walked down one stair and decided he's had to go for a piss. So he went to turn back in, but he's forgot he's took the one stair and he, he's. Fell on his back Straight on his back Straight down He's got a six pack In each hand There's six packs everywhere There's stubbies in With the goldfish And all that And it's just Without a doubt One of the funniest things That I've seen <laughs> At a bowling trip ever It was Yeah it was outstanding But like I say You could write a book About him But yeah It goes alright The old bowls And we'll be looking forward To stepping up Beside them In December Yes, I've heard that story a few times, uh, and it seems to get funnier each time. I can I can just imagine Ryan uh, slipping down those front stairs at Tweed Heads. It would have been quite a sight. Well, thanks, fellas, for coming on. It's much appreciated. It's been fun, and I look forward to catching up with you both soon. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much for having myself and coming on. I hope the, the listeners enjoy it. Um, it's been an absolute privilege. The work you've done for the UBC along with your team is fantastic. And um, I know I talked to you about not looking forward to balls, but UBC is one event I really do look forward to and I can't wait to catch up with you again, mate. So thank you. Yeah, cheers, mate. Don't think I've ever agreed so much with Ryan in my life. I'm just saying yes to everything here. But yeah, cheers for having us on, Case. It's been, been a pleasure. Uh, good luck with everything and we'll see you in December, if not before. Now we head to our segment of 60 Seconds with a Star. First up is Ryan Burnett's best moment in bowls. Um, probably winning the World Under 25s in 2015. Best player in the world. Alex Marshall. Toughest opponent. Aaron Sheriff, without a doubt. Favourite sports team. Favourite sports team, Rangers Football Club, the best team in the world. Favourite sports star? Roger Federer. Most annoying teammate? Without a doubt, Sean Ingram. Player who talks about bowls all the time? Player who talks the most about bowls, I think you have this every week, Case, Ryan Bester. Other than the Broad Beach Lions, who do you think could win the ultimate team in 2020? That's a tough one, there's so many good teams, but I won't sit on the fence because I don't like people that do it. I'm going to go with Morella Gorillas. And now to Kevin Anderson. Best moment in bowls? Uh, winning the Scottish singles, 2015. Best player in the world? Paul Foster Toughest opponent Uh, Nathan Rice Favourite sports team Celtic obviously Favourite sports star Henrik Larsson Most annoying teammate There's a few there Uh, I'm going to go with Sean Ingham Player who talks about bowls all the time Best up Other than the Broad Beach Lions Who do you think could win the ultimate team in 2020? Exodus And there you have it, an insight to two of the best young players to come out of the UK who are now making their mark here in Australia. As I mentioned, both Ryan and Kevin are very popular guys on the Gold Coast, very well liked, both characters who love to have a good time. But on the green, they have an incredible amount of talent. On the green, both players I find are completely different. Ryan's a real fierce competitor, often is the one to try and pump up his teammates in the big games. And I know that firsthand the rivalry between you know, Club Helensville and Broadbeach, whereas Kevin is, is generally the quiet one, loves a joke, comes across as very relaxed, 
but he's one of the most naturally talented players that I've ever seen. Brian Bester often says when Big Kev is on, he's virtually unbeatable. So he's a fantastic player to watch. He's got all the shots in the book and he's one of the entertainers, that's for sure. Both Burnett and Anderson have played a very big part in getting the Broadbeach Bowls Club to the top of the bowls world in Australia. Their combination with Best will be great to watch and they will go into the Ultimate Bowls Week as one of the favourites, in my opinion. Next week we'll be featuring another international player, this time one of the greatest female players of all time in Joe Edwards. Joe is a personal favourite of mine, so I look forward to talking to her about her incredible career. Thank you for tuning in once again. I hope you enjoyed our interview with the lads from Scotland, Ryan Burnett and Kevin Anderson. I look forward to you tuning in next week to the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. If you'd like to be involved in the UBC, it's easier than you think. Click on ultimatebowlschampionship.com.au for more details.